October 19th, write it down in your calendar, all right? Because Terry, John, Mike, myself, live at the Improv. We will be doing Jim Cren, no restrictions, at the Improv, October 19th. It's going to be like a late afternoon. We'll have details at jimkren.com. Go to jimkren.com for the details for October 19th. I'd love to see you there. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Jim Cren No Restrictions Podcast. We are worldwide. We are nationwide on the Sideshow Network. The boys are recording live from the Cabo Comedy Festival in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. With Terry Jones, John Evans, Mike Wysocki, and here's your host, Jim Cren. Jim Cren, No Restrictions on the Sideshow Network. We're at the Cabo Comedy Festival. We've been broadcasting here all week long and appreciate you downloading brought to you by the side show network star chevrolet and star nissan in greensburg uh, i got a uh how about a nice uh, applause here for roddy roddy swergen yeah roddy, roddy has been keeping us on the air <laughs> and keeping us together <laughs> all week long here getting this getting this going man we're having a blast and uh you got uh, a special guest here with uh there's mike and terry myself uh john is somewhere we don't know we don't I've even know searching. where he's I've at been calling the prisons the yes. uh, pharmacies and massage parlors definitely the massage <laughs> we think the massage parlors he may he may turn up man it's what's yes. strong yeah <laughs> he's, he, he may just he may just start his own like little uh Adderall store, <laughs> where that's all he sells. Twenty-four hours. That's, yeah, he's gonna you know jump on it. Well, well I, I mean, this is the only place you could get two Viagras, a bag of weed, and a Rottweiler for a hundred pesos. And that was, that was your deal. That was your deal. That's my deal. Hundred pesos, bang. I probably shouldn't say dog, being I look like Michael Vick. So. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. About a dog. Bringing a dog to the airport. Yeah. Don't be like with an Eagles jersey on. What are you doing? I, I, I got to describe. Now we're as we've been saying all week long. We're right on the beach oh. here. This beautiful, you know, Cabo Beach. Uh, I'm looking. At Mike Wysocki, though, that's my view all week, as you know already. You never get a chance to do that. Downloading the show and listening. Terry is eating uh, the food of Mexico, yeah. which he wants to really grab the flavor of the, roll, man. of the country, which is sushi. <laughs> which you got California roll. Come to Mexico for the sushi. There, we'll have, yeah. I'll have sushi here. It, it's Out impressive. Of all the the first person here. to order it in 10 years that this place yeah, has been man. open. They're really happy back in the kitchen. They are. like, he got it. And, so that's um, somebody wants to What? <laughs> they went to... Uh, Where's the recipe for sushi? <laughs> Story and, and it's good. Well, I tell yeah. you what, I, I got to... Uh, Congratulate you guys, Mike Wysocki, Terry Jones, part of our team, the No Restrictions team here at the Sideshow Network, made it, made it to the finals of the Jack Rollins Breakthrough Competition. Yeah. Some of the best stand-ups in the country. We comprise one quarter of the finals. have never had television or anything that have been competing all week long. You guys made it to the finals. Tonight is the final competition, and we are also... Honored to have with us, who's dropping by to show a gentleman who has also made the final. Another final. Congratulations to David Connolly. Dave, how are you, buddy? Oh, it's great to be here, isn't it? Um, it is, man. I love your staff canteen. It's nice, isn't it's it? It's cool. It is I don't cool. You can see this with these palm trees and these beach and these naked people. It's fantastic. <laughs> now you can tell by uh, Dave's accent, he's uh, he's from Alabama. Yes, <laughs> Birmingham. Uh, how did you? Your hospitality. Great right for accents you've got there. It's yeah. pretty yeah. cool. He's actually Kentucky, but never mind. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got to introduce you to. You had a great set the, the other night at finals tonight. You, you oh, made thank you. And, very uh, funny. So you grew up in Leeds? I grew up in Leeds in the northern part of England. And then uh, I, I moved gradually south as my life improved. Got all the way to London. <laughs> That's what happens. <laughs> That's what happens, really. You know, it's the industrial north is where I'm from, which my mother always likes to say, it put the great into Great Britain. Nice. It didn't really, it put the shit into Great Britain. When you say industrial north, <laughs> it's like those steel mills and all that kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, really? yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, I'm from the like, mill town. You'd fit in Pittsburgh then. You're like, yeah. you're like us. Like you know what is it? I'm working on a, a comedy at the moment, and they said I wanted to be like my hometown Leeds, and they said Pittsburgh. Yeah. So that's why uh, we're doing the, 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 the American version is Pittsburgh. Nice. And I've never Christ. been, which is why I've been talking to Mike. So 
explain Pittsburgh to me because I've been told it's like Leeds. You will have to. I've talked uh, him into moving there. Yeah. 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 There you go. I can't believe how the cheap, cheap the rents you, are. You fit right in. Well, no, no. Mike lives at the bus station. It's not really a real. Real rent is a little higher than Mike. Yeah, but a lot of square footage, so that's good. Yeah. You get a two-bedroom for six fifty. Oh, shut up. That's ridiculous. It's a beautiful city. You'd love it. Yeah. Well, you know, it's like that in Leeds as well. So it's one of the cheaper places and all around there, you know, but there's a reason. Yeah. <laughs> is it, is it now, how did you become a comedian, man? Growing up in an industrial town. I mean, we are the oh, same way we did, I guess, in comedy clubs. But are there Leeds comedy clubs? Is that what it oh, was? Oh, yeah, yeah. There's clubs all over Britain. I mean, you've got to work out a way of getting out, haven't you? And that was it, really. I mean, that's what I started. And I, I couldn't, when I made it to London, I thought, that's it. I've absolutely made it. At that point, I didn't realize there was an America. So <laughs> I was like, I've made it to London. I'm huge. That's, then, a, that's a hell of a job, man. I'm yeah. coming over here. I'm leaving. Oh, and now home. I couldn't be further away from home. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, How long have you been here in, in L.A.? I mean? I've, I've, well, I was in New York from 2004. Okay. I did 2004 to 2008 there. I made a movie. Then I moved to uh, L.A. I was in post-production, and I kind of forgot to move back to New York. <laughs> the lease was running out, and then I had an, another apartment, and it was like, oh, I think I'm living in Los Angeles now. I seem to move around the world and forget to move back. That seems to be my... <laughs> I never make a conscious decision. You can live here for a while. That's it. Yeah, that's I might it. not actually be leaving Carbo. Be this part of, yeah, yeah, I'd be part of Johnny's uh, Adderall Empire. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very happy with that. Yeah, 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 right. yeah. I know all the massage ladies. People, they, people, uh, people are so friendly here, too. I mean, you were oh. telling us... Uh, you might as well tell a story about you give guys giving you jokes and things. Oh, yeah. I was here. I arrived on Tuesday night, and there's this man... All I remember about... He's got a huge beard, and I like men with big beards. You know, that's a man, isn't it? And he said, I've got... I've got a, and he told me this joke because I was yeah. a comedian and said you're not allowed to use it though and as I was walking down the street he goes don't use it it's about a turtle I won't give away the punchline because it's his but as I'm in the final I saw him last night just walking down the street and he goes how do you go I said I'm in the final he goes use my joke <laughs> you, you can have it now he gave you the green light yeah so uh, you know the top. I think I might use that and bow out early just one joke yeah just know. one wouldn't yeah. it be wild if it like kills and it's like your signature <laughs> joke the rest of your life maybe if I maybe open the, with that and then just yeah. walk off stage people, and go, I drop the mic though I can, drop the mic gotta yeah. drop the mic uh, I can walk up and people will point at you the rest of your life. The turtle yeah, joke. That's the turtle it. joke. Yeah. That would be great. Which you'll be it. sued by that guy anyway for yeah. some well, sort of, you I'm know. I'm expecting that, really. Yeah. yeah it's, oh, it's been terrific. Yeah. It has been a great, great yeah. uh, trip, huh? This yeah. festival. Meeting all, you know, hanging out with all the other comics, man. Uh, oh, I love it. Right? The camaraderie. It's been great. I don't really care about winning in a competition tonight. I actually just think it's just great to be here. It's not I think Olympics. that's why you guys are in the finals. You guys went in with I don't give a shit attitude about this. Thing. I mean, as far as competing, I'm saying. Just yeah, did, you, did, you, did your act and that was it, man. Yeah, Do you know I mean, what? It was classy as well because I, I've done other competitions where they bring you on the stage and uh, I was in the World Series of Comedy in Vegas, which was great. Mm-hmm. And then you get through, one year I got through to the finals and I'm going, you're through and you're like, yeah. And you go off stage and everybody just hates you. And then, uh, <laughs> and, then the, and then the next year you're on the stage and you go, and in third place, and you go, oh, I'm not in third. Second place, you go, oh, I must be in, oh, I'm not, I'm not in it, am I? And you walk <laughs> off the stage and you're just so depressed. Whereas the other night you go, oh, what? There was the announcement was off stage and no one knew who'd got through. It was like, right. oh, that's classy. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> yeah, they did do it very classy. I agree yeah. with you, man. Um, yeah. Just doing everything off the set and even the comics, man. Everyone's been real cool. Yeah. Um, there's, you know, I mean, uh, of course, there's going to be egos involved. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. overall, man, everyone's been so cool, so nice. The headliners. Um, the the people that were in the competition and the fact that everyone's rooting for each other yeah. and I think everyone in the finals is pretty much like yo I'm just happy to be in the finals of this contest I know I am mm-hmm. I'm rooting for everybody to win yeah, I think most comics uh, are like yeah. that we you know, we know how hard it is some, I mean we some, you know all part of those one nighters yeah I know there's you always you got them cast up like why the hell he make it yeah everyone, uh, I should have well. been the one I'm the one I am the gym <laughs> <laughs> like okay but no yeah uh I, I think it was cool, man. I, I, my goal was to get in the finals. I don't know about anyone else, but plus you can't goal? lose it. Uh, my, you goal, know. my goal, I was quite sanguine about it. I was quite surprised when I got through. I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to turn up. I've had a nice set. If I if I don't have to do another set, that means I've got four days holiday. <laughs> <laughs> my, goal, my goal was to stay out of jail, and I've been, you achieved I've, it. I've yeah, achieved that. Well, we so haven't left yet. We don't know. Everything like, after this is gravy. We one last yeah. night. Yeah, so. you still got a day to go, right? That's I right. Mean, yeah. is, is, there, is there a big... 
difference that you find in humor in Britain and over here? Was there like you know? Yeah, a, I think there, there is. I've had. To, I, what I mean, way? What do you mean? I, well, I was talking about. I mean, the major difference is as a com- as a professional comedian, you know, what you're dealing with in England is is hecklers from the start. And I, yeah, I think from I was, the start. That's crazy. They just tear into you yeah. before so, you so even start talking. When you walk out, that's part of it. Where the audience likes to just participate with you yeah. in, in England for the most well, part. I, 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 and, and I've never come across a funny heckler. I've got to be no. honest. They all I think they're helping nah. with they're not. I, I think I, they're part of the show. I, yeah. I, I think the problem is you're kind of judged as a comedian on how well you deal with the hecklers. So I had a lot of stuff in my routine, which was basically like, come on, guys, I'm ready. When you, whenever you want to go, go. And then you just got to comically rape that person, which I sometimes used to feel terrible about. And then think, <laughs> but you've got to do it, tame them, and then the audience loves you. Then they're then, in. Then you're in. Then you could go into your material. Yeah, So you've got to slam the guy, control yeah. the audience. Couple minutes. Yeah. And, and then you're allowed to go. And you know it's going to happen, and you're just thinking, I hope, I always just think, I hope it happens early. I mean, sometimes you'd hit the stage, you go, you're not funny. And you go, I haven't even picked up the microphone. That's, wow, you didn't like the walk. You didn't like the walk to the stage. That's how you're judging me now. Ever get violent uh, there? Go uh, well, at the stage, yeah. go at you? Yeah, yeah, I mean, throw? Can, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there's clubs that you that can be pretty dangerous. There's some, there's some notorious ones in Scotland, especially, where beer really? bottles do get, uh, get thrown. Like, so you fit yeah. in, you fit in Pittsburgh. Then. We, we had some tough clubs. I, I once, I, I was starting out, I once got attacked by a midget. Little wow. person. Heckler. That was the strangest heckling story for me. Yeah, well, I, I did get attacked in America once, though, as well in Nevada. You which did? Was re- it was off stage. It was really <laughs> weird. I don't know if that counts. <laughs> no, no, that's a mugging, isn't it? Was no. a, yeah. <laughs> well, it no, kind of was. Was it after your show? The guy was pissed. Yeah, at you? no, I was wearing. I was like, because it was a casino, so I was having yeah. to wear the suit. So yeah. I kind of, and I've got this stupid English accent, and I walk <laughs> off, and these girls asked me for a photograph, and the first girl said, "Can I have a photograph?" And I went, "Sure, uh, why not?" And then she said, "You remember when you came to my town in Canada?" And, and, and we slept together and I'm going are you shitting I'm going I never been to Canada so I don't remember either of that <laughs> and hello to your husband and then two, <laughs> two more girls came up and said can we have a photograph I said as long as you're not weird and I, I put my arms around them yeah. and this guy who had roided out steroid you know, <laughs> biceps came bundling into me and goes get your hands off my wife <laughs> And I said, oh, sorry. She just wanted a photo. Get your hands off her. I went, all right. Anyway, I went out a couple of drinks. And the usual thing happened that 20 minutes later, I had to go to the restroom. I went to the restroom. Door shuts behind me. I'm surrounded by these guys going, think you're funny? And I went to go... That's my job. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the goal. Yeah. Making our girls laugh all night. I'm going, really, guys? I refer you to the answer wow. I gave you some moments ago. And then they started coming in on me and pushing me around. I did the manly oh, British God. thing. Yeah. I saw a gap and I ran. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, we bumped into these Native Americans who, who stopped me. And I went, they went, where are you going, Englishman? I'm going, I've got to get out of here. I'm being chased by these guys. And they're going, no, no, you're one of us. I go, what? They go, they're rebels. He goes, your guys agreed not to uh, cross the Appalachian Mountains, which I had to Google <laughs> later on. I'm wow. going, Thank God the Brits refused to cross the Appalachian Mountains, join forces with these tribes yeah. Yeah. So against you. the American rebels, as they call them. Yeah. <laughs> it saved me. It saved me. How, how, how crazy is that? <laughs> I love that story. I love the fact that they, they were pissed because you made our women laugh. Yeah. The oh, hell yeah. you think you are, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you can pay for that My now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got out. And, they, and then I literally had a phalanx of these Native Americans took me out to the car lot at the, night, at the end of the night and then just saw me off and I just drove off into the desert <laughs> <laughs> looking behind me all the way thinking there's going to be these trucks going we're going to get that guy making people laugh like that <laughs> Americans yeah. you know I think we, we love the British accent is cool man I, I bet they get you laid all the time in America their British accent well I am married so I, I, well, well, there you go. Yes, you're I get laid at home yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for bringing that up <laughs> <laughs> how long have you been married man uh, good lord we've been together now 21 years wow cool. yeah. kids yeah, yeah. She was a kid when I met her. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> no, we don't. We don't have any kids. <laughs> he adopted her and then oh, okay. lost yeah, them yeah, in the marriage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got a couple of movies together, I think. Not that kind of movie. but we, nah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> What movie? Give us a movie. Give we one made movie a, catch. It's why I came to America. I was brought over with a movie called Mothers and Daughters, which oh. we, we wrote and directed and produced it. We made it for £7,000, wow. which is like a couple of dollars. And uh, wow. it, it was voted the best, one of the six best British movies of that year. And I was moved to New York. My wife's actually American. And then I couldn't get out of the country. 
uh, which is really weird. And the lawyer said to me, he said, you've got to make a choice. If you leave the US now, you will never, you won't be able to come, be able to come back. Really? Uh, and I had loads of film festivals, because I was doing all these film festivals. Yeah. He said, I said, if my advice to you is stay, and we'll sort out your green card. Well, 13 months later, I'm still in the country and I haven't got my green card and I can't leave the country and I can't officially work and I can't officially go. And I right. can't, it's really crazy. Wow. And then so I then realized after 13 months that I was actually living in New York then. Um, hey, I'm staying. And then we made another movie in New York called The Understudy, which you can see on Showtime now. And that, okay. was, that was out in cinemas last year with uh, a great cast, the really great actors like Marin Island, who's in Homeland, and Boss. And we got Tom Wopat, who was the original Dukes of Hazzard. Dukes of Hazzard. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Duke. I loved it. I remember him sitting <laughs> on an Apple box, and I had this beautiful camera assistant. I said, do you, want a, do you want an eyeline? And he goes, I got my eyeline, Dave. She's great. <laughs> <laughs> the Understudy. Yeah, The Understudy. Yeah. Uh, it's David, on showtime right now. David Connolly, we're going to hear in a, a lot of you, man. And you're a very talented, very funny guy. I appreciate oh. you stopping by. And you are welcome to come to Pittsburgh and visit us. Man. Oh, I'd love to go to All Pittsburgh. Right? Yeah, you're the, the Leeds of America. Yeah, the Leeds of America. That's right, the Leeds of America. I'd love to do that. David Connolly. Oh, thanks, thanks so much brother. for having thanks, me, guys. Cheers, David. Right. Man, see you tonight, bro. No see restrictions with Good the luck. Cabo Comedy Fest. We'll be back in a minute. So you're thinking about starting a new website. Maybe you have a new small business idea and want to sell something online. Maybe you want to show off your photography. Maybe you want to start that new podcast. GoDaddy is offering one new or transfer.com for just $1.99 for the first year. Each new.com comes with a free instant page website and built-in photo album. So what are you waiting for? Get your website started today. Go to GoDaddy.com. Enter code CREN at checkout or click the GoDaddy banner on our website, JimCren.com. Jim Cren, no restrictions on the side show network. We're at the Cabo Comedy Fest hanging on the beach. Terry Jones, Mike Wysocki. Uh, John Evans, and we have comedians just dropping by here, and uh, a really funny guy. He was in the competition last night. He is uh, local from Cabo. Minister Marco. That's right, a minister. I'm Marco. How you doing, buddy? How you doing, Jim? I'm very, very terrific. funny, by the way. Hey, nice set last you. night, man. Yeah, very good. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you were good, man. I, I was told that was like... You, that you was been doing? my first time doing stand-up what? ever. That I was crazy. I cannot believe that, no man. Hey, man, really, it was. It was you had a great comfort level, but I guess being a minister, being in front of people, it gives you some kind of uh, security. It's the same It is the same. Well, let me tell you, when, when you're in a wedding and they're looking at you, they have to look at you. <laughs> and they cannot complain of what you do. May, they might on their own, but, you know, they cannot... <laughs> Show it. Yes. And you, you but last home. night, it was, it was actually a great experience because you can actually hear the sound of silence. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the scariest thing in comedy. Well, at the very beginning, you yeah. know, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't used to right. it. Right. It's new. But then the minute people started laughing, I felt so relieved, so yeah. comfortable. It's like medicine. What do you It was right? very, very good. You know, oh, the, and the sound of laughter makes you... Keep going and going, and the energy rises. Definitely. You had timing though, and material. I mean, I don't know, it's hard to like it, but I guess he said from being a minister. And the funny thing was when they were giving your intro, that it intrigued <laughs> me of uh, some of the people that you married as a minister. I heard uh, Bill and Hillary Clinton. You renewed their vows, yeah, yeah, a long time ago. That's pretty wild, wow. man. Actually, I, you know, I'm blessed because I live here in Cabo, and Cabo is a great destination throughout the world. People come here to get married, and you get the celebrities. It's beautiful here. See. Uh, two weeks ago, I did a vow renewal for uh, Ladanian Tomlinson. And oh, then I nice. also did the wedding for Eli Manning, about, you know, about four Eli, years ago. Here in Eli Manning. Oh. Eli Manning, yeah. Real. And you can just imagine what kind of guests were sitting at Eli's wedding. Oh, yeah. You know? All the celebs so, have been cool. And, and it feels weird that when you're not a celebrity and uh, people, all the celebrities come to say thank you. You know, to the minister. And it's yeah. a weird feeling. It's a very weird feeling because you want to get their autographs. And they want to get a picture with you. So that, that's a weird feeling. That is. That Actually, is. let me tell you how it all started. Somebody that saw um, one clip from one of my weddings yeah. uh, decided that I was funny enough. And they enrolled me into the competition. I didn't do anything. That's how this happened. And that's how it all happened. That's how I got invited. In fact, uh, one of the organizers actually found out until last night that it was my first time doing stand-up. So, so they, well, you announced it. When you do your... When did I when, announce when it, When you yeah. go to do your uh, mass or my my on Sunday, yeah. your service, are you funny? Do you use uh, a lot of comedy? Well, actually, 
I think that's the reason why they got me because yeah. I my approach is okay. Check it out. Uh, when you go to a wedding, everybody's bored as right. it is. You know, yeah. the first thing they want to the get it over exactly. The first thing they want to get it over with is the actual ceremony because right. they want to party. Get to the reception. Well, I'm the person who gets the party started, and I like to leave the mood. You know, set the mood for them so they can have fun. Yeah. And so, uh, let me tell you something. Don't 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 get it wrong. No, I've done no. over four thousand weddings. Wow. Okay. And today I just came from one wedding at two o'clock. Right now it's three o'clock in Cabo, and I'm doing another wedding at four o'clock here in Cabo as well. <laughs> wow! So I do about 650 weddings a year. So that, yes, oh that's amazing. I, I can and ima- people, I, people actually fly me to the states to do weddings. I believe it, man. I could, I could imagine, you know, Bill and Hiller, Bill looking. I love that man. Oh, man he is funny, yeah. and the reception will be crazy. <laughs> We I'm had Kitty Cat Club for no time. That's it. Heidi Spencer, right? You know, people hated them and people loved them. They were the coolest people ever. Really? You know, yeah, it was just a, you know, it was just a face for TV, but uh, the sweetest guys. They were nice. Very, people. very, very cool. Uh, Eli fact, with Pe- was Peyton an a-hole? Everybody. But, but you know what? No, he was, he was <laughs> mean. No, 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 no. Actually, he was very shy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very Who nice was guys. there? Pey- Peyton, Eli, and everybody? Just to, did anybody stand out? Everybody, man. Mostly Everybody football players, I'm sure. A lot of NFL. Uh, it was like the Hall NFL of Fame. Is it was N- like the Hall of Fame reunion. Are you an NFL fan? <laughs> or is NFL I big? am. Is it big here? NFL? It's actually, I'm a Giants fan. I never, <laughs> I, ne- I never ever imagined I will do something for the Giants because they were bad. <laughs> yeah. You know, until uh, Eli came and they started winning. Yes. But uh, when when I was requested to do their wedding, I was just I couldn't eat for a week. I was so nervous, you know, because awesome. I was done a lot of famous people. Exactly, man. Yeah. I was I was about to meet one of my true idols. That is so cool. But Although um, now that you're doing comedy, Tom Coughlin would be the worst audience member ever. Really? <laughs> yeah, he's just, yeah, that's, that face is scary. That'd be scary. <laughs> no, but I, I had fun last night. Jay. Yeah, you, you, it was, you, you it was were great. Perfect. I I will do it again, and I'm, I actually got invited to do some some stand-up comedy here in Mexico, and this thing is barely barely growing here. And and it's funny, man, how things can happen when you're doing something you like. God works Indeed. in mysterious ways. Yeah, it's very mysterious. You never and know. In huh? very funny ways, too. Yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> you can't plan it either. So. Not at all. Man. Uh, it's, it was great. Thanks for stopping by the show. Hey, it was my Minister pleasure, Marco. Guys, Thanks, buddy. Good job, Marco. Hey, Have a great day, and I uh, hope Thanks. to see you in Cabo again. I will. Thank we'll you for coming, for sure. guys. Thank You're you. the man. It's Jim Crane. No restrictions on the Sideshow Network at the Cabo Comedy Fest. Having a blast here at the beach. Have the margaritas out. Comedians dropping by. Hanging out with a, a com- very funny man, John, Jonathan Solomon, who stopped by to say, hey, it's it's funny, John. Everyone's like, we got the beach. Where we fit right in. We just get into that beach vibe when you get here, man. Isn't it wild? Doesn't matter who you are or what you dress. When you get here, it's T-shirts, cigars, flip-flops, Cuban cigars. I used to it. wear this walking around the East Village of New York City. <laughs> yeah, that's the same deal. Yeah, I, I guess I'm in the beach vibe wherever I go. That's good, man. That's yeah. real good. As long as you got flip-flops on or sandals that don't tie. Yeah. Beach vibe. You got the vibe. Yeah, you got the yeah, move. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're walking around with Latino jun- junkies or you're walking around with a bunch of comedians from L.A. <laughs> it is amazing. It is yeah, fine pale. You are pale. That is not the beach vibe. We were yeah. talking about that. Well, our, our body clocks aren't really daytime yeah. clocks. You're doing stand-up and stuff, right? right. You, right. You, you know, right. We're like vampires. And I live in L.A., and therefore I never go to the beach or sit by the pool. <laughs> but I, once you live in L.A., Two or three weeks, you forget the ocean's there. You don't do it. Yeah, you, you just, just don't go there. It's all I know there's an ocean. I just yeah. haven't seen it since I've lived here, except that first week when I thought it was the greatest thing, and I had to go every day, <laughs> and then never go again. <laughs> and you're yeah. done. Right, right now, I'm working on the uh, uh, the uh, my dad. Uh, pale white ankle look. That is a good look. Yeah, I'm. Uh, it's a very unfortunately, common I look. can't find black shoes, <laughs> and then I need to walk down the beach, sort of shambling and looking at the ground, and then. I think my dad from above will say, love you, babe. You complete the <laughs> look. Good luck, Jonathan. You complete the I'll look. I'll give you my right? black tennis shoes yeah. uh, when we're leaving. Yeah. We're well, working on yeah. That, yeah. Very pale. A junkie came up to me and said, get some sun. Just like, oh, wow. <laughs> said, babe, get some sun. <laughs> Well, jo- Johnny Evans has joined us. John, our regular well, on the I had show, who's been missing. He's been missing for a while. John, we, we were worried because John John found the pharmacicas that uh, and discovered you don't need to type any prescriptions or anything. And you know, I just was, was at three was bars looking for my cell phone that I lost last night. Oh, you lost your phone. Lost my phone. I went to the Pretty Kitty. I went to the. It's, after- a, co- it's a Cabo part. thing. It's not a great 
thing. Oh, that's bad. It is bad. Let's cut, let's cut the show and go look. Let's go look. <laughs> Johnny, we're guys. That, no, really, let's be honest. That is, when I'm without my phone, I'm, I might as well be without genitals or something. It's, I mean, it's just really yeah. It's true, man. You can't get in touch with anyone. It's amazing you found it here. Do you have the, do you have the find a phone I thing? don't have that app. Really? You have an uh, iPhone or is it like some... It's an iPhone. If you see an iPhone, if anyone... After this airs, <laughs> anybody want to go back to Cabo and help me find my phone? John, you are confused. We're in Cabo. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I'm saying, I'm saying once, when this airs, we'll already be back in the, oh, in the I say, oh, oh, you mean fans of the show. Fans Should of the show. Descend upon Cabo. Send. Got it. Okay. No, this is a plan. That's a plan. I'm an optimist. Yeah. Johnny needs yeah. to translate. Do you have that sort of committed uh, listenership? Yes, we do. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. John's right, missing his phone. You look, you look pretty fresh t- today. I'm, I'm I impressed. feel great with the uh, exception that I don't have my cell phone because I drank so much last night. I feel, I feel good other than the fact that no way to communicate with the outside that's world. Drink. When you actually just are so drunk, you lost your phone. That's, that's oh impressive. yeah, no. Oh, no, wait a minute. I've lost my phone sober as sober as, <laughs> as a, what are they, a minister, a church mouse, church mouse. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's the worst thing. It's, yeah, it's just, I mean, uh, yeah, you know, Rachmanis in Yiddish. Rachmanis, you know the word? It yeah, means help. great empathy. And okay. I have Rachmanis. Oh, thank you. Yeah, Lenny Bruce used it all the time. All right. Yeah. If you Rachmanis. listen to a Lenny Bruce album, he's always going, Rachmanis. Big Lenny Bruce fans. Yeah. Yeah. We have empathy. Yeah. Great empathy. Leonard Schneider. We're sorry. Leonard Schneider, right. Yeah. That's right. For those of you not in the know. he. If you didn't know he was a Jew, that's <laughs> Leonard Schneider. Oh, man. So how long, how long have you been at it? How long have you been doing comedy, man? Uh, I have to draw my cigar. It's almost gone out. <laughs> Folks at home, hang. I'm drawing my cigar. That's right. It's important. We got our priorities. I got mine, we got mine rocking here. I started doing comedy in about 1980. Um, and then I did it till about the mid-90s. And then I didn't want to do it anymore. And then I got um, my... I'm telling you my whole career. No, I want to hear it. Yeah. yeah, okay. Then I, and that was great. I did everything I wanted to do. I did the Letterman Show a bunch of times, stuff like that. Had a happy career. Yeah. And then my buddies out here, you know, Larry David and, and Paul Reiser were all getting sitcoms. And yeah. they said, get rid of everything in your act except 20 minutes that says a persona. You know, knock it down to one theme. You know, they call it the elevator pitch, which okay. is if a, if a development chick who's 22 goes to... Uh, uh, a show and then the next day she's in the elevator with the head guy and he says how was your night last night what's your name and she goes oh I went to the improv and I saw this guy who blanked then he can walk away going oh that's an idea that's the elevator pitch I see so so I did that and I turned into this persona slime guy trying to evolve (laughs) and uh, all the jokes were aimed at that like um uh, I was dating this woman she wanted to have breath slime guy trying to evolve let me explain it was the idea of a guy who's trying to be enlightened but isn't yeah. But he's trying. Right. So uh, I came, the jokes were like, uh, dating this woman, she had a breast augmentation. She wanted to have breast augmentation surgery. I said, I don't think she'd do that because you'd be buying it to a male objectified view of what you should look like. But what I wanted to say was, gee, when you go pick him out, can I come with? <laughs> so that was the type of joke. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I did some uh, more spots just aiming at that. I, they weren't the Letterman spots. They were, I, what happened was I did the Joan Rivers had an afternoon talk show. Okay. She had me on. We talked for 15 minutes. I went home. The phone rang. Fox wanted to do a, a sitcom. That, that's so how that easily was, it happened. So, you, so they were right. Larry David yeah. and those guys. Oh, they're 100% they, they right. Said, that's yeah. what you do. You they're don't you get an identity. That was Whatever it. carve out that niche of what right. you want to do, and, and that's it. That was it. And then... Um, um, we did the pilot. We, we got the script, and then we actually shot the pilot, which is money that I still have, um, under a mattress. I don't know where it is, but if I find it, I'm going to be very happy. Yeah. Look for that in his phone. Yeah. And then it didn't get picked up. Uh, George Carlin, it was down to me and George Carlin, and his show got picked up, which was good because his ran for four weeks. So, um, so then I wrote on the show, okay. and I already didn't want to do stand-up anymore, and I said, aha. I can write on sitcoms. Okay. And so that I did that, and that's what I've done most of the time. And then I've been aged out being an old Jew. And, um, <laughs> people are going to think I'm sitting here with like, you know, like, yeah, like and a, a yarmulke. So, and then, but this I think I'm speaking for a lot of comedians my age. I don't know if you've come, they've come down here and said this, but after not doing it for years, I'm now lecturing about it and teaching about it and consulting people on scripts and stuff. And as a part of that, I've ended up doing some shows and uh, can we curse? It needs yeah, absolutely. That no restrictions. I yeah. fucking love it. <laughs> I appreciate it on a level I didn't, you yes. know? Yes, yeah. And so it's just amazing to me now. And I don't, I have this goal now that I'm not performing. 
I mean, always what I tell my students is it's a conversation. Right. It just happens to be with 500 people or whatever it is. But now I'm really doing that. So now you become more yourself than ever. Yeah. And I come off stage and it's amazing. You don't feel like you performed. I walk up to someone in the audience right afterwards and go, hi. As if we were just talking a minute ago. Right. Like person yeah. To person. And it's a great feeling. So now it's the best stand-up of your life, probably. It's really... You'll, well, you'll, I, this will I, be I the mark the, of your stand-up. Really? It will. Right. Yeah. Wait, you have wait, no, it'll be the what? You have no fucking boundaries. It'll be the mark of your life. You'll be... Yeah. This next 10 years or whatever, be right. your best stand-up you ever do. Yeah. 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 There's yeah, no yeah. boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So you so you were in New York, and it was it Larry David and all those guys? You guys used to run together in comedy clubs in those Listen, days? Is that how it happened? Know, I no, wish I'd been with the Bloomsbury set in the 1800s or whenever they were, or the expats in the 1920s in France, but I am so grateful. And I'm not a grateful guy. I'm a, you know, I'm a guy. But I was there for the comedy explosion. From the I walked in when it was just starting, um, and we just had a blast. I mean, it was 15 years of lucky timing. Um, Larry David and, uh, yeah, um, Larry David and Jerry Seinfeld, I don't know if people have said this, they sort of talk about graduating classes, you know, they were the graduating class ahead of me, Okay. so they gave us advice and we looked up to them and, and uh, you know, idolized them, mm. um, and then our graduating class was like, of uh, people know, was like Ray Romano and uh, uh, John Stewart, we were all the same thing, right. uh, Rosie, 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 gay person, what's her name? O'Donnell, oh, yeah. Rosie, Rosie O'Donnell. O'Donnell. Yeah. Uh, Wait, and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's her generic name. Rosie Gay Person. Rosie yes. Gay Person. Right. Rosie Greer? Oh, Rosie Greer. That's it. what it was. He's a hell of a comedian. <laughs> for a linebacker. <laughs> Phenomenal. Yes. 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 I remember that other Rams players said they liked seeing his 15. They did. Yeah. I remember Killer. that. Killer yeah. 15. Killer 15. Very um, funny. Uh, and then, uh, you know what I'd just like to do a shout out to some great comedians. I'm trying to think who they are yeah. who aren't known from that era. Uh, yeah. We had Freddie Stoller. Oh, really? Oh, Fred uh, Stoller is great. Yeah. Charlie Very Zucker. Mm-hmm. Um, not let's, yeah, let's keep not, chatting. Not I think, I think Fred Stoller is maybe doing I, a voice on like a kid's show. Yes, and Freddie's doing a book called We'd Like to Have You Back. You know about yes. this book? No, I don't know about the yeah, book. Yeah, I should be public- promoting my own stuff, but <laughs> he's got a book called We Should Have You Back because he did so many guest spots, and it's about... Um, what it's like to do day shots, and of course the line after you do well is, we'd like to have you back, and hence the book. That's nice. per- you're right, because yeah. he was in a million uh, shows, yeah. uh, like a, for right. one, one episode or yeah. two episodes. Yeah, and I think he's know. still booking them. Yeah. And he still does. Yeah, yeah. but he's a, bril- like you see, he's a brilliant stand-up oh, he's comedian. Great. If you see I've, his act, he, he yeah. you know, kills you. When I, was kills- four- when I was 14, I called my mother by her first name, and my mother said, I don't care how old you think you are, you still call me Mrs. Stoller. <laughs> <laughs> Now, have you worked with John? No, no, no. Uh-uh. That's a, I know this John said you invited him down. Yeah, I saw him uh, uh, you guys were uh, hanging the out. other night, and it was very, very funny. So uh, I was like, let's do a podcast. We did the, uh, I don't know if you know what the schedule was, those folks at home, and why would you? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Good we, point, John. <laughs> we did the what we, they called the master show, mm-hmm. which was uh, Spanish for comedians who fart dust uh, all the old guys everybody was over 50 it was uh, but it was cool it was cool reunion yeah well like you said you know it's, it's funny Johnny because like you said now you have no restrictions on you now yeah. and uh, so your comedy yeah. like I said is just going to be just personal uh, thing. You, the stories you have you're going to do one man play kind of thing too I would, that would be interesting with, I don't, with your stories I, seriously because you're at a point where storytelling I don't like to talk about it because I'm working towards that and I find artistically if you talk about something I'm sorry for the folks at home. I'm just going to pull back here. Yeah. As, it, as, you, as you talk about it, it sort of dissipates the energy. But I will say this. I, I led a panel yesterday about the uh, history of comedy and the creative evolution, which mm-hmm. is what we were talking about with yeah, I have right. here. And what is so exciting, I think, about today's comedy is 15 years ago, maybe, there was this whole movement of comedians wanting to do story nights and wanting to do on cabaret right. because... If you think of it, can I break this down to granular level for a minute? Yeah, go ahead. If you think about it, every joke is, is based, the laugh is based on a lie. So if I say, um, if, you're, if, you're t- if someone walks in and you've been on the phone for 20 minutes, someone will say, How, what you doing? I've been on the phone for three days. Yeah. That's a punchline. You exaggerate, yeah. 60% of jokes, if you really break it down, are, are the same thing. Right. So you're lying. It's exaggerated it's story. You're, 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 you're being untruthful. Right. And I think a lot of comedians of my generations began, I use a strong word, began to feel it was almost corrupt, constantly <laughs> be saying, you know, so they started gravitating towards these story nights where they could just get last with the, the absolute flat truth. Right. And what's so exciting now 
is you got Louis C.K. and Jim Jeffries who are doing the same thing to monster laughs. Yes. So it's coming, it's evolving in a great way. It's absolutely on the money. You're yeah. right. They're talking about their but lives. But wasn't there a thing like, I remember when people said, oh, it's laughs about laughs per minute. Tw- Everybody laughs get, a minute. But, right. but, 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 laughs a I mean, minute, but, you're going to tell me uh, some of Bill Cosby's stuff that was just a long story. Right. I mean, that's not really an accurate right. thing. If you're, if you're a comedy fan, go home and Google uh, Bill Cosby, the uh, Steve Allen show, doing a hilarious bit called Noah. Yeah, oh yeah, Noah bit. You know the Noah classic. Bit. Yeah, there's a laugh maybe every minute. It was a totally different. Seinfeld once said a great thing to me. He said it's like the Olympics or the hard or the hundred yard dash or the high jump. Yeah. It gets, you know. So now we're down to when I was around, it was like a punchline every twenty seconds. Right, was really the idea. Yeah. Now, really, every fifteen seconds, and hopefully, build on, build on, build them, and have like a bulletproof set that just gives you a zillion punchlines off of one premise. Right. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah the, the, the seven minute set now, but that's why I like the fact that it's like a comedy workshop here. Yeah. I love well, it. This yeah. is why I've been teaching comedy, so that's why it's, I'm turning it into this, and I apologize for No, no, no but I, I'm great. fascinated with the, the whole, uh, you know, the whole art of comedy. Yeah. I, I yeah. love it. Yeah. And uh, I, I, no, I wouldn't say one style is better than the other. If you're a, if you're a, a laugh every, you know, if you're Don right. Rickles, that's one thing, but if you're a storyteller, Right. Like Cosby was, that's another right. thing. Yeah. Well, Both if you equal- watch Cosby now, he's done the Olympic 100-yard dash now. Now his jokes come, man. He yes. Boom, boom, yeah. boom, boom. He has to, he's he has to flow them out. Well, also, like, there's not an age limit on on, it, on comedy. So like like John said, I think it gets richer. It gets richer now with your stories. Yeah. Things yeah. Like I said, you get freer and you know it's all bullshit to, right. to, to, you know, to worry. Right. And, just, and it's amazing. i got to say, I've been really inspired by um, these guys. Because they delve below, and it's when you're sitting home alone, you tend to, you know, if your life is what it is, you go, oh, I know my life, I don't know the story under it. And then you hear other comedians going under, and you sit there and you literally go, I mean, I'm doing a thing, so I got a minute to talk about it. I'm doing a thing about this woman who came back into my life who we dated years ago. Okay. And at first I had it as this usual dating thing, and then I realized, like, the subtext, like, heavy duty stuff, like, I believe now that one of the reasons it didn't work out is she was, it's a strange sentence, she was upset with me for getting older. She wanted me to be the guy, when I didn't show up looking like I did 30 years ago, it was, so I she never would have thought about that unless right, right. thinking, you know, and that yeah. becomes the bit and it's much more interesting than, so we went out and the waiter was slow. You know. <laughs> yeah, instead of exaggerating truth and yeah. zeroing in on right, the truth right. to get the truth. Right, absolutely. No, wait, I want to do a promotion. I don't know how soon I'll yeah, get no, thrown off here. If people are interested in those classes, it's school, like the word school, okay. for, interesting like the word for, F-O-R, okay. stand up, schoolforstandup.com. And that's where you can find out about, I teach for the writer's store, I teach for SAG Conservatory, I teach for some colleges, UCLA. So that's where it's That's excellent, at. man. Yeah. Anybody wants to get yeah. into comedy or interested yeah. in you know, the history yeah. of comedy right. and, and right. subscribe. Honor, have, honor having you on the show. Thank John you. Sullivan, man. Now, I got to ask you a question it, before I go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, hadn't, I hadn't seen what you guys were doing. Did I monopolize the conversation too much? Uh, no, you did not. Good. Thank oh, God, because oh. I was going to do it anyway. No, we're <laughs> I, just, I just didn't want to walk away feeling guilty. That's <laughs> all. That's a Jew thing. I just wanted to know it was okay. You guys have been great. Great talking. Thank great having you. Thanks, John. For those at home, we're shaking hands now. And there might be a blow job coming up and let's not talk about it. Jim Crane, no restrictions on the Sideshow Network. We are partying hard here on the beach at Cabo, the Cabo Comedy Fest. Margaritas all around. You know, Mike Wysocki actually has a tan. Which is amazing. <laughs> yes, we will take a photo. But Mike, I can't believe it. I've never seen you anything but the shade of powder. I know. This is you the know? most sun I've gotten in my life. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible, man. You could you... burst into flames at any moment. <laughs> it's impressive. You look like a beach bum now, man. Uh-huh. You dye your hair black. You're, you're it. You're, yeah, you're, I'll fit in with the locals. I don't stand out here at all. El Maiko Waisakio. <laughs> John Evans is here. Terry's around here at a bar somewhere. And you know, Roddy's here. Keeping the drinks flowing. Right, Roddy's just... Gotta keep it going. We got very funny friend. people running in and out of here. In and we out. We got another one. Funny young lady here, Rachel McDowell, a friend of uh, mine and ours for, for years. A Pittsburgh girl. Yes, Pittsburgh sir. girl who done good. Representing. As a kid, I, I saw her at the uh, at the improv, and, and I always said to her, man, you got, you're very funny, very naturally funny. And uh, she came went out to L.A., started working on it. Uh, she did the, did the work. And uh, guess what? She is in the finals. The Jack Rollins Breakthrough 
uh, talent competition, which we were talking about you know, earlier. Mikey's in that, uh, Terry Jones and Rachel. So we got three Pittsburghers yeah. in, the, in the finals. Dominated. Uh, out of like eight, eight people, whatever. So that's, that's amazing. Three Pittsburgh comedians. And Rachel, welcome to the show, honey. Thank you, thank you. Hola. Interesting <laughs> ride, huh, to get it's here. It's been spectacular, yeah. It's so good. Yeah. And it's so fun to be here with all the Pittsburghers. Like it's a nice, it's a nice reminder to be home and be around everybody again. And it's home a, and combo. Well, when you moved out here from from Pittsburgh, you were just kind of starting. You were just kind of putting it together, you know. So what, what did you do? You came out and just started working the clubs and start start carving that act that we saw last yeah. night, huh? Well, it came with Ariba. So Ariba has a huge presence in Pittsburgh. So Ariba moved me to San Francisco for five years, which has an amazing scene. They call it a comedy cradle. So you go, you hone your craft. It is. There's all the clubs there, right? It's great clubs. Punchline and, yeah, uh, Rooster Teeth Feathers, which uh, Matt Wolfarth used to be a regular headliner uh, there. Yeah, Wolfarth was Pittsburgh there for years. Pittsburgh is everywhere, yeah. That's right. Pittsburgh Connection is everywhere. Yeah. And, and you, you did, did great last night. Yeah. You're not, you're, Thank you're, you. I mean, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I did, yeah. <laughs> yes, you did, damn it. You could say it. You're, you're, now tonight's the final, and you know, it's going to be great. Proud of you guys, man. We're real excited. I think it's, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. And this has been such a nice trip so regardless how it turned out it was like let's go to Cabo let's see the old gang it's interesting you know girls in comedy it's more I'm seeing more and more females in comedy think John you know the last Um, few years anyway in the scene yeah, I, th- I would say that. I think that's a fair statement. Right? I wonder why. It's just breaking through more. And they're, you know, funny and notoriously, you know that. Yeah. Right, Rachel? Weren't a lot of girls. I mean, I yeah. th- my philosophy on it was that it was harder, you know, to go on the road by yourself. And it wasn't the most appealing thing. Right. You know, your family would say, what? You're going to go on the road and live in a condo with these comedians? I'm sure. But... Well, I think I women, you're supposed now. to be, you know, you're supposed to be sweet and cute and quiet. So loud and <laughs> boisterous and like, give me your attention isn't necessarily how girls are always raised. But thank you to my family. They, <laughs> they like me to be loud. You're breaking the mold. That's right. You're breaking the mold, huh? But it's definitely different. I used, I used to be one of two women on any competition. And it's a huge advantage, I always thought. And now there'll you're be right. four other girls or three other girls. And it's like, man... You Cat back to the kitchen, girls. my dinner. <laughs> yeah, you Chick tell them all. Is my shtick. Yeah, yeah, you tell the girls, women aren't supposed to be hurt. That's right. That's, that's right. right. You look kind of fat in those jeans. Maybe you should sit down. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it is cool, though, the Pittsburgh connection, though. Isn't it's it? wonderful. It's fun. Yeah, it's you just in, in Cabo. I've never been to Mexico before. This First time here. Oh, I'm so happy. It's awesome, isn't it? It's just the best. And if this is the life of a comic... Oh, if you, need, thank if you God. need a tour of the the pharmacies, uh, Johnny will do that. You're right, he's do, Johnny's doing a tour every two hours. Viagra, they have big posters for Viagra, which is cr- I never thought Viagra really needed to advertise. But they have, <laughs> we don't have that in Pittsburgh. The big blue, have you seen that? Well, no, yeah, I did. I did see advertised for, for different types of pills. I did not see the Viagra. One. Oh, yeah. He's got a caricature. Got, it's really? very funny. They got like a mascot. For the Viagra? The Keep visible. it up. Ah, Keep it really? up. He's got a great big boner in his pants. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> Cape on. <laughs> yeah. El Boner. That's in his name. Eli Rexiol. That's, that's impressive. Well, Johnny, well, you could pitch in. We're going to open a um, Pittsburgh store here. Johnny's uh, Adderall shop we're going to open. Oh, man. It's all we're going to specialize, right, Johnny? Someday. <laughs> I mean, dare to dream, right? Dare to dream, right? Never gets we're tired. Gonna, yeah, we're just going to pitch in and build it. <laughs> hey, well, thanks, Rachel. Great, uh, thanks, great seeing you. Good, so good luck good in the competition. You. you already won. Like I told the guys, you know, you, you made it to the final, so you already won, really. It's good. No, it's real special. But there were 20 of us and three Pittsburghers made it. Pittsburgh. It's, that's right. Pittsburgh representing here in right. Cabo. Cabo here. Comedy Festival. Mm-hmm. Rachel McDowell. Thanks, Rachel. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks. Jim Crane, no restrictions on the Sideshow Network with the Cabo Comedy Fest. A lot of comedians dropping by. We're hanging. On the beach here, uh, Terry Jones, Mike Wysocki, John Evans. Now we have one of the most, I'll tell you, this is one of my favorite comedians I've ever seen. I just saw her for the first time the other night, Dana Eagle. And I got to tell you, Dana, just brilliant comedy writing and performance. I, I loved it. It was really, really funny, really funny young lady. Yeah, thanks for doing the show, huh? It's like I was discovered here One day, you said. Dana's mic was turned off. Are right you going to compliment me again now yes. that my mic is Free on? Free compliment. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> you are. My mic was shut off. Your mic was shut off. You forgot to mention what a pro I am. Yes. The mic technique was the key. That's what I love the most. The other night. That girl was mic technique. Right. I had the mic on during my show. Would it be horrible if the mic was off during my whole show and you're like, she's brilliant. I can't hear anything. But it appears like she would be brilliant. She would be funny if the mic was on. (laughs) The thing about your set that intrigued me is how open you are about your life. I know as comedians... Yeah, you know, we talk about our live and observe them, but you're really raw open, and I appreciate that. It's amazing. You awesome. talk about some interesting things. Like Thank your you. Life of me. And you said, mentioned bi- being bipolar, bipolar and things, which is cool, I think, because a lot of people out there, you know, that hear you and, and say, ah, that girl's great. You know, she's living, she's doing it, man. It's, yeah. You know, that's interesting. I, I was just saying how uh, I get a lot of uh, pitches to be like a bipolar comedian or speaker, and I'm really? like, no, I just <laughs> like telling the jokes. But I get a lot of. Uh, I do get a lot of stuff like that. Like um, what, like, a, like drug companies or something? You do medicines no, or no, just no. for people no, in general? No, I would general? not be the person for drug companies, like believe me. Like a sponsor? Yeah, I wish. No, no, just like, <clears throat> like people will say stuff like, oh, you could really go out there and help people and educate people. And I'm like, yeah, I don't really want to help like anybody. I just want to tell jokes. Yeah, it's part of your but, life, but you're a comedian, really. It, yeah, I like a, keeping it in the narrow focus, but um, I have to cough for a second. Go ahead, that's it. I eat salad. How long have you been doing stand-up? I've been doing it a long time. Ten years? Since you were a little boy. More than ten, I think, now. More than ten. When did you first start? How did you know you'd be a comedian? Um, Oh, I was in musical theater, and uh, I was asked to leave. It was actually (laughs) what happened. Please go. I did. I I started in musical theater. That was what I really wanted to do. And then I was on tour in a musical, and I had the only non-singing role. And then I was on tour for four months, and so every chance we got, like, I would try and sing for the cast and be like, no, I really could sing. Yeah. You know, it's just that I was so great as the witch. They just wanted (laughs) to give me that part. And then, like, after four months, they were like, you know what? You can't sing, and you're annoying to be on a bus with. You should go try stand-up comedy. Uh, And so then I went, and I took a weekend workshop with Judy Carter, and I was like... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think I'm good at this. I think I could do this because I just have to be me, yeah. which is what I was avoiding most of my life, being me, because, <laughs> you, you know, I'm a gay bipolar Jew with a lazy eye, but <laughs> <laughs> who else is going to take on that role? That's right. <laughs> no one's going to steal material from you. It's, no. you. it's unique. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. A unique life. Absolutely. Yeah. So and then I started doing that, and uh, Mark Eddy, who is, who's standing on the sidelines right, here. Out. Yeah. People can't see that because it's a podcast, but he's standing here. He's trying to get his Coke back. Oh, I'm, oh you want his back? So Mark and you hang out? And, and Mark uh, Mark gave me my start on the road. He started really? taking me on the road. And uh, it was a very uh, bittersweet story. We met at a club up in uh, Valencia, California, and then... He was, I was scheduled to go with him, but I'd only met him and his wife like once before. And then he was away and he, he called me. It sounded like he went to prison or something the way he said. He went happened? away. How did it happen? He lost. Right. He asked me to do some college dates for about a week. And then he, uh, and then he lost, oh, he lost his phone. So when I called him to tell him that I could do it, his wife, who everybody here knows, who's Cindy. gorgeous, love answered the phone. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, I just wanted to let him know that I could do it. I know he lost his phone. But <laughs> I just wish everyone's laughing because when hasn't Mark lost his phone? And, um, and I said, but I just want to let you know that I could do it. And she was like, oh, that's so great. Oh, I'm so glad I'll have somebody to be on the road with. That's terrific. And I was yeah. like... Cindy, can you be just a little bit threatened by me? Like, you don't have to slash my tires, but, you know, can you just be like a tiny... Because that was before I was out even. I don't even think they knew I was gay. And so, just put some esteem in my heart. It's a little jealous here. And I couldn't believe... I, she was, like, so excited just to have She's me shoot in hotel. Yes. Well, if I look like Cindy, I'd be a very confident woman, too. So, so did it work right off the bat for you? Uh, yeah, up until I hit the antelope with his car. That's right. <laughs> Things changed. What? An actual you antelope? Hit, you hit an antelope, antelope with Mark's deer. car? It was up in Oregon. Okay. They were like, he was sleeping. Yeah. And he kept, when he was awake, he kept trying to push me to go faster. And I was scared because it was all foggy. Yeah. And I've already had a few, I've been to traffic school a lot. 
I'm getting you my PhD in driving. <laughs> so I was like, I really can't screw this up. So every time he went to sleep, I would slow down. And then there was like this like marching band of deer. Like they were, I don't know if this is how they cross. It was like they were nose to butt, like yeah. all across. Oh, that's how they do it? I think so. They like, do that. Like I Safety thought that was numbers. just like. I said like he knows. Yeah. Oh, I've hit a deer. It's frightening. No, but nose to butt the way they cross. Yeah. Yeah. So then I like hit them with his Camry and he woke oh. up and he was like, oh shit. And I was like. I don't say anything. Don't say. We switched seats, and I was like, "Don't you dare say anything." We're like fighting like an old couple. Like we've only taken two trips together. And we're like eighty. He's like, "Don't you dare say anything." And then he gets in the driver's. He's like, "I'm not going to say anything." He's like, "What am I going to say?" You could have had the brights on. It's like, what an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you and you write. It's, it's funny. As Mark and I were talking about, you know, how talented you are. But you know, the, I was telling what a fan I am of yours. Oh, and said, thanks. And said, so yeah, Dana writes for a lot of different people, and you've yeah. been, you know, been a lot, a lot of TV work you've done. And, you know, I've got yeah, Craig I've Ferguson, you catch you, and a lot yeah. of all the talk shows and things like that. So. It sounds so good. I'm so impressed with myself when you say it. <laughs> yeah, I can be your PR we should talk guy. like on Wednesdays at three o'clock. All right. I'm like, what am I'll I be your, doing? I'll be your Tony Robbins. I'll be your Tony Robbins. That'd be thing. awesome. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, we, it's uh, killed. Uh, when, when's your next tour uh, in Northeast? You going to come Northeast to see us in Pittsburgh oh, at all? Shoot, over? he was going to ask. He, I knew. I, sh- I didn't prepare for this. Uh, <laughs> how about we'll bring you? We'll, we'll bring, when next time Mark comes out, all right? They didn't like me in Pittsburgh. Really? Oh, we'll, oh, we'll, you remember that? Was we're going to fix you? that. I was with Craig. Maybe I've grown as That's a, a long time ago. We'll fix that. I've grown my gay. I've grown my lazy eye. We'll, I've grown a lot no, since we'll, then. Yes. But no, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to do stuff. Oh, I'm going to have a book coming out in the new year. Yeah? It's called How to Be Depressed, A Guide. <laughs> Wait, how to be depressed? What? A, a guide. guide. Oh, guide. Okay. Yeah, nice. it's like a guidebook. A lot of the happy people. What to wear, where to go, finding your depressed pose. Can you give me a little tease? Things you shouldn't say to your therapist. Like, what would you wear? Yeah, like su- uh, suicide, a project planner. Like, it gives you like, <laughs> how you want to set that up. Because you want to you want to plan it out with a calendar and okay. everything. You know, yeah, organization's just, key. Yeah. Right. It has like instead of daily affirmations, it has like daily negations, like. <laughs> going to turn out just like your father stuff like that <laughs> so i'll have that out i'm soon. excited right. i have a website too can i say my website please it's danaeagle.com danaeagle.com d-a-n-a-e-a-g-l-e.com like the bird like the, like bird. the bird like the bird yeah yes oh, oh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> we, we always we always welcome here on the show you thanks that, how'd right? your baseball game turn out that looks exciting pirates won Except today it wasn't. Yeah, yeah we won oh yeah oh that yeah. sounds like that could have been an exciting <laughs> we're, yeah it was we're, we're in a good mood well, how much was the score well, when we left seven it was to like one. seven to one we left so we got, oh that's yeah, a pretty big in. score are you are you a sports fan i i don't think so no like my wife i don't think i count wife, as a sports yeah. fan no no that's we just got to give you some pirate talk and some Steeler talk and then when next time you're in pittsburgh you're in well, that's yeah. what we do. We open up, we talk a little pirate, Steeler pens. Don't worry. We'll, we'll I have you. to get a, 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 a wife or a girlfriend that would, like, want to hang with you guys when you watch the game, and then I'll be in the kitchen. Except I can't cook either. I don't have any. She can't. Then you can, you can, can yeah. yeah. I have to come up with a skill that puts me in a group. <laughs> skill. <laughs> He's here. Does that mean he wants me to leave? He's hovering. <laughs> Why is he hovering? What do you hear? Josh is a hoverer. That's what he does. That's what he does. Uh, Dana Eagle, you're the greatest. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, they're making me leave. That's it. We're all done. (laughs) Okay. That's fine. I have salad. I don't care. Yeah, you're having lunch. We're having lunch at the beach. Life life is a beach here. This is a show. We're rapping. It's, oh, we're wrapping yes. up. This you're is it. The closer. The end? You're the closer, Dan. Headliner. Oh, You're headliner. Nice. Oh, good. Right. Well, this was fun. It was nice meeting most of you. And uh, that. <laughs> that's good. Oh, we've got a great, great show here at Cabo Comedy Fest. And we'll be here uh, the rest of the week. We'll be doing some more podcasts. And, you know, on the Sideshow Network, Jim Crenn, no restrictions. Thanks for downloading.